Good morning. We're on number test on the base. We were in the middle of yesterday of Tosfos Dibba Maskel the Hilchasa. First Tosfos on the page. This is, we'll, we'll, t- we'll take it up again from halfway halfway through the Tosfos. Tosfos was speaking about um, the Shaida because the, the, the Gemara concludes that Salacha is like Krovo, that one should first make Hamotzi and only then break the bread. He says there are those who take it a little extreme, and they, because of that, they won't even make an incision in the bread, not an incision at all. Um, it says, says that on the contrary, that's not correct. You should make an incision. All the Gemara, all the Gemara means to say is that you shouldn't make such an incision to the extent that it loses its shlemus, i.e., that the incision is so deep that when you pick up the smaller part, the bigger part will just fall off. As long as that won't happen, it's still considered shaname, and on the contrary, that's what you should do to minimise the gap between the bracha and the and the uh, and the eating. So the totus, the one exe- the one exception is on Shabbos, because on Shabbos you've got to be extra careful that you don't destroy the shlemus, because there you, you lose your lacham mishnah. So there, people don't make a, don't make a proper incision. But uh, other than that, other than that, the so but on but on weekdays, not a problem. And as we pointed out, just an exception to be our says, if you've got small loaves, then you definitely, small, as a chalarol, that wouldn't be an issue, uh, even on a week that you wouldn't have to make any, any incision whatsoever. But then so it just says, the yesh, and let's see this again, let's just recap. The yesh, shemavim raya, shesorich lesayim ha-barokha kedem shiivsa. We rushed through this, the end, so let's just recap here. We said that about halfway through there. So it says, just said that, that, uh, the, the, she says, in fact, you should wait till the people answer our name, and then you should break the bread. The Yeshim of the Imraya, there are those who bring a Raya, you need to finish the bracha before you break the bread. From that which Rabbi Chia taught in the Yerushalmi. Now, the truth is, before, before we see this little bit, let me just take you back one Omud. The first part of the Yerushalmi actually comes, Tosis brought it earlier, and I said at the time we'd go into it in more detail when we get to this Tosis. Let's just take a look again. Tosis quotes the Yerushalmi there. It's on number ten, on the In the first Tosis on the page, Botale Shiura. Towards the end of Tosis, about ten lines, eight, ten lines before the end of Tosis, there says, "V'odiyish b'Yerushalmi." The Yerushalmi's got a shayla like this: "V'odiyish b'Yerushalmi." Heicho de Borich Atur Masa. People got that? It's on number ten, on the in the Tosfos, Botzale Shiura, the first Tosfos on the page, about ten lines or so before the end of Tosfos. The Oydish Yerushalmi, the last word on the line is Yerushalmi. Furthermore, there is in the Yerushalmi, Heicho Zaborich Atur where a person makes a bracha on a lupine, on a vegetable, Lemechle, in order to eat it, V'nofal Minei, and it falls from his hand, V'shokal Acharin, and he takes another one, Boi Beiruch Zimna Acharitzi. He has to make a bracha another time. You want to eat another vegetable? You have to make a new bracha. Now the truth is that the Yerushalmi actually goes something like this. It says, do you or don't you? And the Gemara brings, if you sort of go to, uh, I know we're chopping and changing it, but if you take a look at na- now Altos, we'll come back to Altos, just to sort of half keep your finger on the plate there. Let's come back to Altos. We say, Midatoni Rabbi Chiyob Yerushalmi. Back in Altos, I'm going to test on the base now. You only make a bracha on the on the bread only b'shashu peiris. Behind him that is mishum she'im yifres kodem abracha because if you break it before you make the bracha shem atipal aprusam yodem maybe the bit you've broken off will fall out of your hand. But a yuchalech or prusa acheres. You won't be able to eat another another piece of that loaf. She eats something you're going to break off the loaf bracha without a bracha. And the story of lachsa levorich, you're going to have to make another bracha. The yish kam bracha levatol, and then there will be a bracha levatol. Our imoy of story levorich al kalapah. But if you have, we're telling you, you have to make a bracha on the whole loaf before breaking anything. The lo yicha lifra is kind of a bracha. You're not able to break it before the bracha. Ozim tibur apruta. Then, if the, the piece would fall off, if it falls to the ground, you lose it, you wouldn't have to make a bracha on another piece that you break, break off, the apostle bracha rishayma. Because then, the bracha is covering the whole loaf. Since I made the bracha on the whole loaf before I broke it, therefore the bracha went on the whole loaf, 
And the bit I broke off, it doesn't matter whether it's pit, bit number one, bit number two, the broth can't be doing it all. Whereas if you break it before, you break off against and then make the broth then it go, what happens? The broth only goes on the bit you're holding in your hand. And if the broth only goes on the bit you're holding in your hand, then if you lose that bit, and you want to take another bit, you're going to have to make a new broth That's what the Yerushalmi says. Now, if you turn back to number test of Adalaf now, and then we're going back to the forward set, now we come to, back, back, back to the, the rest of the Yerushalmi. And the Yerushalmi actually deduces from that, that's where it gets its din, that if you make a broth on the lupine, on this, on this vegetable, and you lose it, and now you want to, you want to take another one, you have to make a new broth. And the reason being, where did the Rishami get that from? He gets it from our, from our, um, sugya with the, with the bread. Because again, the Rishami understands why is it asked to make a bracha on the whole thing before it falls? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to make a bracha on the whole thing before I break it? The Rishami learns not because it's covered on bracha, it's, it's, uh, like Agamara seems to learn. That it's a mix, it's an Indian to make a bracha on the, on the Dava Shalim, when nothing to do with that. The reason is because of the Makashash. You may come to drop the teeth you're making the bracha. There's the Rishami. You see from that, one thing that you see from that is that if you make a bracha on something, you're holding one thing in your hand, you make a bracha on it, and you drop it, and you lose it, and you want to therefore take something else, you have to make a new bracha. That's what the Rishami says. Finishes off Tosus, going back to Lama Tess on the Dadas, when the Tosus said, I've asked the Botsali Shiura about probably eight lines now from the end of it. Uparis, then the Rishami asks, but my shin on the Alasamayim. Why should this be any different to the case of where you've got a flow of water, you've got a river there? Pirish to Mavoyish, which takes makes the broth hard to drink from it. And the water you made the broth on is already gone, and the water by the time you actually take it is more is different water. They start to worry how much you don't have to make a new broth. Umishani and Yushani answers, Here with the water, he knew the water was gonna go. So therefore, his das was that he's making the broth on the water which comes afterwards. And the turbans of it, in the case of the lupine and the vegetable, he didn't know they were full from his hand. Just to get clear now, the Rishami went something like this. A person makes a bracha on a vegetable, this lupine, drops it, loses it, can't eat it, so now he wants to take something else, we say, new, does he have to make a new bracha? So the Rishami, well we can learn it from the case of, somebody's got a loaf of bread there, do I break off a bit and make hamotzi, or do I have to wait till after hamotzi? And we say you've got to wait till after hamotzi. Why? The reason being, apparently is, the Rishami takes on is, because if you take it beforehand, your bracha will only cover the bit which you're holding. If you lose it, you're going to end up having to make a new bracha on the another bit you take. So therefore, make hamotzi first, and then break off the bit, because then hamotzi goes on the whole loaf. Says so the Gemara, you see from there, says the Rishami, you see from there, that if you make a bracha on one thing, and you lose it, you have to make a new bracha on the, on the next one. So ask the Gemara, why is that any different to the Amas Hamayim, to the, to, the, to the river? And the answer is, because there, I knew it was going to go. Therefore, I, when I made the bracha, I wasn't making the bracha on the bit on the water in front of me direct. I was making the bracha on the bit which will come afterwards. Fine. So, so, so yeah, God. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If a person uh, scoops out some water, makes a bracha on that, and then one hundred percent, and he loses that water, he has to make a new bracha. I mean, just in, incidentally, they say if you've got a running tap of water and you're going to scoop up some water to make a bracha, it's better to, or you can, you're going to stick your mouth underneath. I, I think I once saw this is, this is from memory. I think that it's better to actually. I think, I think it was actually of Scheinberg who says, but I may be wrong. Who says that you should better take it in your hand. Besides anything else, you're always really supposed to make a bracha on something in your hand. It's just a separate halacha. We'll see it. That uh, you should really have it. Well, uh, well, you should have it in your right hand, really. When you you should hold it in your hand when you're making the broth. But I think I think there's another reason for this as well. Could stop or whatever. That's the as an aside. But uh, I finishes off the Gemara and says, and you, since the first broth you made in that case was the broth of Asola, therefore you should say Baruch Shem. Says Tosus before we actually get to the Yushalmi, we'll discuss it in a little more detail in a second. Is says Tosus ah some someone to bring a ride from this Yushalmi? 
You see from this Yerushalmi, it's a raya that you should only break the bread after you make the broth. Yeah, that's the Lashem Tosis. The Yishim Mevim Raya should start with Saim Abrocha Kedem Shiyipta. So we ask, and our question, the Achrayim say, you should have to see Yerushalmi for that. Marshal asks this, it's our Gemara. Furthermore, says Yerushalmi, it says in the Marshal, this Yerushalmi clearly doesn't go without Gemara anyway. Because besides anything else, it's quoting Rabbi Chia saying there, apparently, you have to finish the bracha before you break the bread. Agamor says, Rabbi Chia says, you break the bread as you finish the bracha. So it doesn't go anyway. See, says Marshall, that second question we could get out of a little bit, because we could say, yeah, okay, I don't know, there's a slight discrepancy over what exactly Rabbi Chia said between the Rishani and the Babli. But, nonetheless, nonetheless, the, um, um, what you see is that according to Rava, Rabbi Chia in the Gemara there is the same as Shittas Rava over here. We pass like Rava, so therefore at least uh, we're bringing a right to Shittas Rava. But still says the Marshal, it doesn't really help us. What have you gained from the Rishalmi over, over what we've got in Rava over here? Rava also said, you've got to finish the bracha before you break the bread. So what, why are you schlepping to Yerushalmi? And the Marshal leaves it, leaves it sort of here. So the Rishash says, mm, you know what Tosu is saying, I, I think the Chassam Slavis is more or less the same. He says, when it says Kodim Shiyipta, it means Kodim Shiyachtos. Because remember, Tosus has just finished saying that there are all these people who are a little, uh, little extreme, who, who take this halakha a little extreme, they say, no, you can't even touch the bread, don't make any mark on the bread, no incision, until after the brush. Otherwise, it won't be shining. So Tosus, no, no, that's not what it means. On the contrary, you shouldn't make a, a heftic between, and, and therefore you should make a little bit of a mark on it, at least during, during, the, during the week, as opposed to Shabbat. The obviously wants to say no, that even during the week you've got a very similar shayla to that of Shabbat. And therefore you shouldn't make an incision even during the week. What's that? Because what's the reason why on Shabbat you don't want to make any mark? Because by making a mark you may end up cutting a little too far. And then you'll destroy the, sh- the, the shleimah. And then you're going to have a problem that, the, that uh, you won't have, have lack of mishnah. So it says, says, uh, Says uh, the Rish- says want to say the same idea you see from the Rishalmi. Now, since the Rishalmi is concerned, they're concerned that you, if you break off a bit and then make the bracha, then the bracha will only be going, be going on the bit you're holding in your hand. So therefore, don't make a mark because once you make a mark, you may come. It seems to actually break off a bit, and the bracha will only go on that. I don't think the problem is that it won't be shalim. Therefore, the bracha won't be going on the whole lot. We start filters now. So therefore, you should make a mark. You know, the, 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 the made the sort of the shouldn't make a mark. That's what they want to say. The so to speak, the the, the problem with that is then why did Tosha say Kedem Shiyifta? He should have said Kedem Shiyachtos. So he said that's what he means. I think maybe one uh, maybe the Rishash changes again. So but it's a little strange to say Kedem Shiyifta if, if that wasn't if that wasn't what he meant. And as you say, what, what he's trying to bring a raya is that even, aco- even according to Rabbi Chia, there's a mila. Because in, in, in other words, according to our Yerushalmi, Rabbi Chia says, Dafka, you should break it as you finish the bracha. And maybe it's the saying, the Yishim of the Imra, that even according to Rabbi Chia, there's a chashash. Because of the chashash, you may come to drop it, you should finish the bracha before. And even according to Rabbi Chia. But again, that doesn't sound like that, that's, that's what Tosus wants. And I might say, why would Tosus be saying that? It doesn't affect us loud offer anyway. So we suggested yesterday, again, I, I don't know if this shot any better, I think it fits a little better into the word personally, but what, perhaps what Tosfus is saying is something slightly different, and that is like this. From the bubbly, what you see is that if I've got a complete loaf of bread, a complete challah, so the bubbly, don't break it till after you make the brocha. Why? Why shouldn't I break it till after I make the brocha? Because of Kovei Dabrach. And that's how the Ritzvah calls it. Kovei Dabrach. The, the Brachah should go on a Dovah Shalim. Always a Dovah Shalim, as we'll see it soon, Ben Sashem. The Dovah Shalim is more Choshev than something which is not complete. No. So therefore, on a Dovah Shalim, I understand what he calls Kovei Dabrach. Fine. What if, though, I've only got, I don't know, half a slice of bread? It's not a complete loaf. It's not a complete piece of bread. On the contrary, my kid just took a bite out of it. 
So it's not even a, a sort of a kosher at all. It's been half eaten. I'm just left with a with a with a with a crust there. You know, leave you with a crust there. I want to eat that. So I'm going to make a broth on that. Would you say there? There's any mida to uh, to make the to make the broth of maybe here the dafka should break off a piece because here let's minimise the thing. Even though you say that it's not going to take much time anyway, but from Al Gemara you could argue there's no reason why I shouldn't break it. Till, why I have to wait till after the broth? From Al Gemara we're talking about double shalim. That I can understand. That's, that, that's, that, that's as we said. That, that's what the Gemara was talking about. The pasnumah against the against the, the double shalim. We said fine. But if I've got something which is, uh, which is not shonim anyway, there's no, maybe there's no Kabbal Abrocha anyway. Now the truth is, you could argue there is Kabbal Abrocha, because the bigger it is, the bigger the Kabbal for the Brocha. That does seem to be from the continuation of the Gemara. But maybe yes, maybe not. And I might say, that Abrocha it is, we say the bigger the better, sort of thing. But the game just says it's necessarily hold of that. It could be that, that's what I'm suggesting, it could be that's the issue of Ian Raya. There are those who bring a Raya, look, Tosa doesn't say anything about the past. He doesn't talk about Pasha, he doesn't even talk about Pasha Before Antosis referred to it as, as a Pashodim, Pasha he doesn't say that. All he says is, the Yishim of Yimraya should sorech l'sayim ha-brocha kolim shiifta. Full stop. Perhaps, perhaps I'm suggesting what Tosis is saying, that all those who want to bring a Raya, that even if you've only got a, you've only got a half-eaten thing, it's not double Shodim anywhere, maybe there's no Kabbalah brocha in it, the Holy Spirit never should you break anything until after you made the brothel. Why? Because the bigger the better. Not because it covered our brothel. Rather because if you break it, then the brothel would only be going on the bit you've got in your hand. If you broke off a little bit, and you do that, well, that's it's gone. So therefore, better make the brothel on the, as much as you can, then break off a bit, because then if you drop anything, you won't have any problems. Perhaps, perhaps that's... That's what I uh, want. not coming to say anything about incision or anything like that. Okay, maybe yes, maybe not. I mean, the halacha definitely seems that would be the case. The bigger, the better. Whether it's because of this kashash, whether it's because of the kohen abrocha, as the mogin abram says, and others say, always the bigger, the better. Fine. That's what I said before. That, 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 that was a Rishash on the Chassam Kohen. But then where did, why did he take him Shiyafta? Take him Shiyafta? I mean, there's, there's a major difference. Because that, that's the main point. Not the Kedem Shiyafta. Kedem Shiyafta we know. Those of the Gafka changed before Kedem Shiyafta. It's a little strange you would have written Kedem Shiyafta. <coughs> I mean, I'm not... I, I think both, both shots and have to start here. Oh, fine. Okay. Um, but now having in, having in on this Rishami, a very important Allah will be out here. Let's take a look, in, in no specific order, but if you take a look at the sheet we gave out yesterday, so let's take a look at the, at the first, let's go through the, the second paragraph of the, of the Rabbi Yonah. The Chino Manu, says the Rabbi Yonah, the Chino Manu, Shemi Shebirech Barucho She'inot Tzuricho. Well, I've got a couple of horrors, I don't know if they are anything really to pick up on. Why do you call it a bracha she'enot tzricha? It's called a bracha of atolam. There's a big difference between a bracha she'enot tzricha and a bracha and a bracha of atolam. Bracha she'enot tzricha means it was unnecessary. Bracha of atolam means it was absolutely useless. It was a waste of, of saying Hashem's name. There is a difference. We, we first have two different things. They seem to call it a bracha she'enot tzricha. But he says anyone who does that. He should say Baruch Shem. The Chen Kroch of Aram Zalm said to the Ramam right. The Yisha Omrim, there are those who say, Shezeul Acha Shomer Akinu Merach Oedom. That's only after he said that Akinu Merach Oedom. Avonim Loyitke Adayin Malchus, but if he hasn't yet actually said Malchus, he hasn't said Merach Oedom, El Baruch Atu Hashem, all he said is the word Baruch Atu Hashem, the word, Yishloi Lesayim, you should finish off by saying in order that will be re- like reading the Potsuk. Why did he change? 
One he calls Sheinot Tzricha, and then he calls it Mazke Shem Shomayim Ratol. That's going to say one is the Mazke Shem Shomayim, and one's the Brocha. What's Correct. Correct. I think, I, 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 I mean, he spells out, when he says Malchus, he means the second part of the Brocha, the Kenu Malachot. Yeah, yeah. The Maita, the Maita, it's not brought in the Mishaburah here either, I don't think. There is, I think a Kitzah maybe brings it, in fact, that if you've said LK, before you said Nu, there's another thing you can also say. I don't know if it's LK, you're something like Malachot or something, I can't remember what it is, so I have to check it out. There is something you can actually say some, a little longer than I'm doing it for careful. Some of that, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I think so. But uh, if you only say Baruch HaTashem, you can say I'm doing it for careful. So why, why this change? Perhaps we could suggest, we could suggest, that there's, there's a difference, and that's like this. If I say, I'm holding in my hand, I don't know, an apple. Okay, well, let's say great. Let's, let's take a slightly smaller piece of thing. I take a grape, I make a broch on it, I say, Bere, Bere, eight, And then I drop it. And I lose it, I say, Oh, I'm going to have to make a new broch now. That's only a broch on the Vartolo. Because a broch on the Vartolo means, what in, why were you making that broch on? Like, I just stand, decide to make a broch in the middle of nowhere, that's a broch on the Vartolo. So there, I made the broch for a very good reason. It turned out that it was unnecessary because I didn't need the grape. But to call it a brothel of Atala, maybe it's not, maybe that's, although the Yashami calls it a brothel of Atala, but Tosis is, I mean, the Rabbinian, maybe it's distinguishing, it's not quite a brothel of Atala. Then we discussed this sort of idea much earlier when we had on Yudbeis, I think it was, in uh, Yudalit even, so it's uh, Yudbeis, which, which figure was it there, where the, 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 the uh, Rabbi Kibbe refers to this sort of thing. It's not a brothel of Atala necessarily. If you're making a brothel out of the Moshe, out of Sophic, yeah? Because I don't know if you remember that, there was a shitter which says if you've got a sophic in Birchus Hananin, you've got to make it again. We don't say sophic brachsot. I'm not saying that at all. And if we can make a broad amount of show, explain the reason is because Bishlom, when it comes to Birchus Mitzvah, you don't have to make the brachsot. You can do the mitzvah without the brachsot. So do, do the mitzvah with you. You've got a sophic when you made the brachsot already, do the mitzvah without the brachsot. But Birchus Hananin, you're not, it's offered to eat without making a brachsot. It's stealing. It's meilah. So therefore, since I've got a topic, did I make the brothel, did I not? So you ha- you're forced to make the brothel again. I may be already made it, it doesn't matter, that's not a brothel of our solo. Since there's a necessity to make it, that's not called a brothel of our solo. So similar sort of thing over here, you could say, this, over here, I-, I was holding there, I was planning to eat the grape, you can't make the brothel of our solo. Now, Sheinkin, if I'm only up to Borachatu Hashem, so now, and I drop the grape, so now, if I finish it off, that will be a brothel of our solo. Because you could have finished off Lamdini Chukafa. There was no necessity to finish off the brothel or go any further. That's why he calls it Maske Shem Shemayim Nevatola. And as I said, I don't know because at the end of the day, the Yerushalmi does actually say before she calls it, she, um, he calls it Maske Shem Shemayim Nevatola. So I don't know if there is anything in it or not. And he quotes the Yerushalmi himself earlier saying Maske Shem Shemayim Nevatola. But there's, there's actually something else which I want to draw from this too. Let's continue on a little bit. Let's see the Rosh next. The Rosh. Now the Rosh, I want to pick out two points from the Rosh. Tani Rabbi Chiyo. Ein mevorchen ala pas, ero b'shoshu peyut. We said that you only make a broth on the pas at the time when you make the broth. When, when, right, this, this is Rabbi Chiyo, only the end. Omer ad Chiyo Babo, hado omro, we learn from here, hodein denotiv puglo, if a person's holding uh, basically a fruit in his hand, umevorich ala, and he makes a broth on it, v'hula osa liyode, in the end, it never came to his hand because it dropped off into the dirt. You want to take another one, you've got to make another bracha. Because Al-Kumar clearly doesn't hold that reason, because it says that Rabbi Chiyah says that you finish making the bracha as you finish you break it. The Kolmok, nevertheless, the reason Yerushalmi is there, we learn an important adat from this Yerushalmi. Shema Yupeyus Afonov. Now, it's a very, very important part of the, of the Rosh. Because until now, 
What case have we been talking about? I took a grape, made a broth on it, and lost the grape. So I want to take another grape. Now, there's a very basic question here, and that is, why in the world should I have to make a new bracha if I take another grape? Since when does the bracha not go on all the grapes? Have you ever heard of such a thing? If you make a bracha on a grape, you eat the grape, you want to take another grape, you've got to make a new bracha? Do you have to make a new bracha? Well, it's definitely not. <coughs> so, what's the husband in the world? I took a grape, oh, it fell on the ground. So why can't I take another grape? I didn't speak, I didn't make any hefzer. So why shouldn't I be able to take another grape? So you could have said, you could have said, he only has, he only has one, he only has one grape there, basically. That's what you could have said. He was only planning to eat one grape. And made the Oh, fine. The only thing is, I think from the... That's where you learn the Correct, correct, The, hold on, is it from here? Well, let's, uh, I, I, I can bring one, one, one of two rides. Let's start, start in fact, from Tosis. Tosis case is talking about that I've got the whole loaf in front of me, but I break off a piece. Okay? There's no harm in the world if you want to eat the rest of your loaf, that you have to make a new broth. So then why, if I drop that piece of bread, do I have to make a new broth on the, on if I want to take another piece of bread? Okay, but the truth is, for the other, if you made a little bit of a hefter, you won't have to make a new brothel. You're, you're 100% correct. You're not supposed to make a hefter. We'll, we'll, we'll see this further sometime soon. But uh, if you did, especially if it was necessary, it's not necessarily the, the end of the brothel. If it was just our hefter. Huh? Depends on the length of the hefter. But, but, but I'll show you. Take a look at the Rosh. This is that's why it's very very important. This Rosh, because the Rosh says in the Furosh, he says, "Shema, you pay us the fun of. You had fruit in front of you. V'dato la'achlam, and his das was to eat them. So I was planning to eat the whole lot of them. And yet, v'notam echom yemubirichlam, he took one, made a brach on it. V'notam yodin fell from his hand and never then it got lost. Zorich brach acheres ala peiros." You have to make a new bracha on the rest of the fruit. Sheyecha, which you planning to eat. The Yemach Chela Baruch Shem Kavod Matzed and Oled. First, you say Baruch Shem Kavod Matzed and Oled. Ala Baruch Shem Kavod Matzed and Oled. The bracha which made the Matzed. Game. The Yishayimim Shizeu Laacha Shama El Kenu Melech Olam. Some say it's only after you said El Kenu, etc. Alvin Imra Ma El Baruch Ato Hashem. Belvad Yisayim Yemach Alam Zinich Lukecha. Kedeshi Yehi Kekere Pasuk. Vere Yehi Matzke Shem Shemaim Levatol. Okay. You've got the first there. The, the Rosh says, clearly, you're planning to eat the whole lot, they were all in front of you. Doesn't matter. You have to make a new broth. Why? Sorry? Yeah, that, that is... That, that, we, we, hold, hold... No, that's right, hold... Holding it, holding it is not is not is not enough of a enough of a, of a reason. I tell you what, before we answer, I just want to sort of deal with this one side point, which is uh, for that we need to see the Rambam, okay? And then we're going to come back to that question. That's obviously the main question here. We have to deal. let's just deal with this Baruch Shem first. Look at the Rambam. Tell me if you noticed anything interesting about the Rambam. You can't make a broth on any food. You can't make a broth on any drinks until it actually comes in front of you. And if you did make a broth on it, I made a broth on it, I said, uh, very praise, and then somebody brings me an apple. And then they bring it to you afterwards. You have to make a new broth. Now we come to our 
A person takes some food, the Birch makes a brach on it, and off on the other and it fell from his hand, the Nisab and it got burnt, Oishot so Nahar, or the river washes it away, it's gone. No Telachet, you can take another one, and the Chosim of Olechalov and make a new brach on it. Ava Bishu Mirzah, then, even though it's exactly the same species, the Zorichlema Baruch Shem Kabetmach Selelohet, Al Baruch Horishon on the first bracha, Kedesh Velehoki Shem Shemayim Levatolo, not to be Mitzvah Shem Shemayim Levatolo. And then he brings the, bro- uh, the halach about the, the Amasamayim, about the, the, the river flowing. So he explains why it's different. Do you notice anything interesting about that Ramah? Well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll give you a clue while I'm trying to get it. The part I've highlighted is the Borok shame. We're coming back to the thing about the dropping. This is just a side point to deal with. So finally, he, he called it Borok Shein The truth is, he could be borrowing the Roshan from the, from the Rishon. The Rosh also said that. Yeah, even in the Rabbi Yenna, I don't know how much of a deer kit is. Yep. I, I've, got, I've got a much, much bigger Ha'ora here, I think. The, the, the Rabbi... Yeah, but you see that... You, to be, to be fair, I've only taken snippets out. It's the Rishad that says, but it also the odd, he didn't come to his hand. It means he can't get back the, the original fruit. Yeah. anyone who picks up on this but exactly you'll notice the Raman says why do you say Baruch Shem Kedai Shalom Hoti Shem Shalom Levatolo because then it won't be a waste of our son's name I need to say Baruch Shem now what exactly helps is a bit of a I wouldn't say a mystery the, uh, the Chazanesh already I think I just saw yesterday I've seen it inside but apparently he points this out you're praising Hashem either way when you make a bracha but Kedai uh, if you look at all the other Hashem that's why I kept highlighting these words everyone says you should say, with the uh, Borok Shem, there shouldn't be a... Uh, if you've already made a, bro- a Borok Shem of Tzricha, the, the Rabbi Niona calls it. The Rosh says it time and time again, he, where he says, Shalola, when he says... Um, where's it gone? Uh, the last part. We didn't say it time and time again, but he says that you should say Borok Shem, Allah Brocha She'osar Vasala. On the Brocha which you made of Vasala. So it sounds like it's already the Rathodah, but now Borok Shem is like uh, something to do often. But on the other hand, the Loshon of Yerushalmi was Shalodah Keshem Shemayin Rathodah. Sounds a little more like the, the Ramah. It would seem that we, uh, it's possible there is a slight difference in understanding here what exactly the point of Borok Shem is. Because I'll ask you another question. That is, why did the Ramah bring the states about Lamdin Yechul Kerfot? The Ramah didn't, didn't, didn't know his, uh, his Pesukim there? Because Yerushalmi didn't say it. Why didn't Yerushalmi say it either? Exactly. The other Yerushalmi, if you take a look at that option, you'll see when they say about things like Vinyach Lekecha, look at, look at the, the parts that I've highlighted. The last line there. If you say that Vinyach Lekecha, you won't be Mount Kishem Shemayim Lekecha. So the Rosh says, the last word there, because it's reading a prophet. Obviously, it's not Mount Kishem Shemayim Lekecha. But if you make a full bracha, you say, Borach HaTashem, and the Bere Priyot Eight, you don't eat a fruit, that's a bracha of Asala. You haven't said a prophet, that's a bracha of Asala. So then you say, Borach Shem afterwards. So then, that's why the Rishayim says, so if you've only got up to Hashem, I've got a better eight for you. Rather than make a bracha of Asala, and then have to say sorry by saying, Borach Shem, I've got a better eight. So don't make a bracha of Asala. Say, Namdini Chukeha. Makes a lot of sense. But the Rambam seems to say, no, by saying Borok Shem, that in itself prevents it from becoming a Brochon of Asada. Therefore, you can, doesn't really make a difference whether you say Namdini Chukaf or not. That would, that would, now what exactly is the Svara in both? I'm sure I can, I can leave that to you, but you could say, because remember, really when I make a Brochon, 
a bracha is really a bracha tashva. I'm praising Hashem, I'm saying, thank you, Hashem, wow, look at this, this, this fruit you've created. No? It's a big prayer. So why do I have to do when I'm eating the fruit? For Ephraim, it's at any time. If you walk in the past and say, oh, what a beautiful tree. Baruch Hashem, very priori. Oh, there's such a concept as bracha tashva. Elamai, if we find such a concept, you find that, the, I think, the Gabi Shechita, there's a Tazel Shach there, who brings such an idea. But as a Mishayach, any time. I, I think it's said the Gabi Sheva Brochus as well. It's such a concept. The idea is that, that's in the Sabbath, that's right. And Amos Chazal thinks that you should say it. Where you would, maybe, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if you could say such a thing. But maybe the Svara could be something along the lines of the, the Ra'or. We saw Ra'or, going back a little bit now. But the Ra'or, in the Sugi on Zafar the Ra'or says... The reason why, because remember, Rabbi Yechman says, Valabaiti Salazim Kalayim Kudai. Seemingly, not everyone agrees with him. Halabai Yudavan all day. Why? Says the Ra'or, you know why? Because it's a chutzpah. You don't just go, it's not a free for all. You can, you can phone up anytime you want and start asking. There's, there's appointments to be made. Three times a day. You know, it's not, not a free for all. Now, you could say there's a little difference because it's cautious. Maybe it's Bakoshes hit Shvah. We don't find there's a limit. I mean, it's, at least. It's definitely something will tell you there's no limit how many hours, how long a day you can spend saying to him. I don't know if Chaim may disagree with that, but, uh, but so we don't find such things, but maybe by prophets, maybe there is such things you're not reading. Just look him. I don't know exactly what, there's not, it's not a free fall, you can just start saying Hashem's name whenever you want. So Chazal fixed it, when you're eating the fruit, make the prophet. Right? You want to say a shvach, Hashem, eat, eat the fruit and then you can say a shvach. Or take the fruit so you can say a shvach. I said that because that's what there was a certain rabbi who said. I think he said to a child, you know, the story he said to a child, there's a child who, had, you could see the child wasn't, wasn't very, he was thought, what's the difference between me and you, the child was thinking. So the rabbi said to him, he said, what target is the difference? So I don't know, you also, we both make brothels, we both eat, so what's the difference? You said it was a couple or not, I said it was a couple or not, what's the difference? He said, I'll tell you the difference. You wanted to eat the apple, so you made the brothel. I want to make the brothel, so I eat an apple. That's the, that's, that's the, the, the difference bet- between the two. Correct. The Rabbonon. I have, I have a feeling, I have a feeling they, they may well also hold that it's very Durabon. A lot, a lot of Rishonim hold that it's very Durabon. It, it could well be that this, this is the sort of thing we're, we're debating here. Look, I made a broth, I didn't eat anything. So if you say Baruch Shein, do we say, well, look, you didn't eat anything, you've broken what Chazal said, so too late. It's a broth on our No, at least say Baruch Shein, at least give some extra Shvat Nashem. I think, I think, I think the, the way the, way the, 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 the uh, Chazanish writes is something along those lines is just to make clear that you have made, I think Borosh to make it clear that it was a wasted broth or something like that. He says, so, you've already, already said Shvatar Hashem, they're not really adding anything with Borosh Shem. Whereas it could well be the Ramam holds, no, by saying Borosh Shem, what I'm doing, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe what I'm, what I'm actually doing is spelling out that this bracha should not be a bracha on the fruit, in which case it's a bracha, in the tzrich, it's a bracha of Atala. This bracha should be just samashvak ta'akodesh bracha. That's what I want it to be. Like a reading of Pesukim, I've got every right to read a postage from Tehran. So too when I, and I can say Lazin Ifkecha, even though I said bracha Hashem, no problem. So too when I say Beri Priyoi, I want this bracha to be a borok shame Kareem Master. I'm just doing it to bless the name of Hashem. Again, I don't know exactly what. But it could be something, I'm sure you could debate this, and I'm sure we can suggest various forums why that may be. But it seems that the Ramam holds, when you say Borok Shem, it's not a Borok Shem, other Rishonim may well hold, that it is a Borok Shem, but by saying Borok Shem, they like me, rectifies it a little bit, whatever, so therefore I'm being careful as that. That's what I said is a side point, which is, is an interesting point, that's why the Ramam doesn't say anything about that, I'm careful. Fine. Let's go back now to our, our point, though. Our question was, I've got in front of me a whole load of fruit here, and I take, I take a, I take a, let's say, I've got a whole class of grapes there. I take a grape, I'm planning to eat the whole lot, and I say, burn it, ice on the grape, I drop it, lose it, ice, new bracha. Why? I'm planning to make the, I'm planning to eat the whole lot anyway. Do I have to make a new bracha every time I take a new grape? Of course not. What's going on here? 
The answer is, seems and so I found to be our local brings brings this far out. It's actually a machlekes tradition when it does apply, when it does, we'll see better discussion hopefully soon when we get to our local. But is when you make a bracha, your bracha is chal on one thing. It takes effect, normally speaking, on one thing. When I'm holding my hand, that's what it takes effect on. Everything, you're going to ask me, so in which case, why am I allowed, allowed to eat more grapes? It's what he refers to as gradle. It's drawn after. Your bracha only takes effect on one grape. Any other grape you want to eat afterwards is like, it's as if it becomes sort of part of that grape, part and parcel of the grape. But the actual bracha, the Shiva Shawal there that, that have, a, have a field there as the chalot of the bracha is only on one thing, right? it takes effect on the first grape you're actually holding. That's how it works. And everything afterwards is greater. If you take a look at the base Yosef, I'll, I'll show you. Look, look at this. Beis Yosef, I, I don't even want to read through the whole thing. But you can read through it in, if, if you only time the latter. But if you, let's just read through it a little bit of the first part. The Argoid, the, the, the Argoid Maimonius, calls through the Shem Rabbeinu Tav. They bring the Rabbeinu Tav. Shebeer Chalakot. You've got a cup of wine there, let's say. You make a broth of very often on it. Finish back and then it's filled. They view the Lokos Acha and then they bring you another cup of wine. It's enough with the first bracha. He says, what difference is this? This cup of wine, another cup of wine, doesn't make a difference. Both to the cold, right? They hold that that question in the Yerushalmi, not like Tosas, not like the Rosh, not like the Rabbeinu Yenon, not like the Rambam, they hold that it was, a, uh, it was a question which wasn't really answered, and therefore we go to Kudah. So if you make a bracha on a grave, you lose it, you can eat another grave. Now he explains why. The Raiva told us this as well. If you make a broth on a grave and you want to eat another grave and the first one got lost, you don't have to make a new broth. Why? Let me ask you a question. If I make a broth, and you're all holding your cup of wine, let's say Kiddush type, so strictly speaking, you can all drink your cup you're holding in your hand. Why? But I only made a broch on my cup. The answer is obviously, what are you going to say? Right? Shemea Kayin, and me, then my, my broch is, is going on every single cup. So it's actually being chal, if you want, on every single cup. Whether it says if you've made the broth or whether it's, whether it's, I don't know if you could bring any rye from this, maybe yes, maybe not. But the main point is it has to be that the broth is cut on the cup. Because you can't say greer or there, you can't say greer after what I've drunk. And I'm telling how it works, how it works for Orange whether he said the broth or he hasn't, but it's cut on every cup. It has to be whether it's because he said it or whether it's because I've had intention that, and a chanami. But it says it has to be that it's cut on every cup. The suamiyon kula nafka de vichasahi, almo, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but almo, Look at this, these words here. Call the monarch kame. Everything which is in front of you, chayla brocha ilave. The brocha, you see, he uses the yeshiva shalosha. It's, it's chal. The brocha is chal on every bit you're planning to eat. That's how they learn. So that's why they learn the kula. If I take a grape, and I make a brocha on it, then I'm planning to eat all the grapes. So if I lose that grape, no problem, I can take the next one. They're not worried about hefzik, apparently, either. The vote is, because they hold my broth, it's not, it doesn't work through this career. The broth is hal on every single grape. So I'll ask you a question then. So in which case, if I speak in between, do I have to make a new broth on? Yeah, in the middle of eating my, my grape meal. Why not? I think, I think the answer is that I think even, all, even they agree. Once you've eaten the first grape, I know, no, now no longer need it to be that the broth is hal on each one. Now it could be greyer. No one argues with the concept of greyer. They think that it's chal on one, and then the rest of it is just part and parcel, part, part and parcel of that meal. Everyone agrees with that. Just the same. When you initially make the bracha, was your intention? Does it work that the bracha is chal potentially on each one, or not? Um, 
there, I mean, it's not, it's not, not, not intrinsically connected to this, but you're, you're right, there is, there is a halacha, if you make a bracha on one thing, and you weren't planning to have something else, and you decide to have it, then you'd have to make it, you'd have to... No, 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 oh, so as I'm saying, if you're eating in somebody's house, you don't have to, because your dance is automatically, the place can say, so your aldas is, so you could say in the, the restaurant as well, I'm, I'm planning, I, a lot of people say, the best way out of this is to have in mind, whenever you make a bracha, it should cover anything of that bracha which I'm going to eat afterwards. It's, especially now these people sort of nuts, they go around and take a bit of this, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's not in front of you, you're planning to have... I think so, yeah. As long as you have specific doubts for that. It's, it's, No, no, your dust is not for the broth should be chalon as you create. That, that's the difference. My dust, I'm going to eat all of them, and therefore I don't have to make a new broth on every grape. Once I've eaten that first grape, then I can eat all of them. That's, not the, that's the way it works. Probably, and I'm telling you, I don't think you'd have a problem, you don't think you've got to worry about braid or anything like that there. Yeah, but you're supposed to hold it in your hand, that's the only thing. Yeah. And in which case, normally it goes in the one you're holding your hand, but in a you've got it all in front of you. The The best thing to do is take the whole cluster of grapes then in your hand. And a family, 100%. Yeah, yeah, and a family. Um, the, I mean, again, I'm not saying that I'm local, but it, it, there's probably a very strong argument to suggest, though, if you specifically have in mind, though, if you specifically have in mind that I want the brocha to be hal on everyone, then presumably that would work. Presumably, I mean, logically that should work. It's just men stum, that's not the way it works. Even though you're planning to eat everything. If we take a look at the last, last part of Shulchan Aruch, let's see how much this we can get through. Just to learn these very important Arbachas I'll try and just uh, say to you, the, the Mr. Brewer, what, what he adds here. It's right, Simmeration, well, the, the last two seats from there. The first, the first it is it pays out based on the Ramah, we just saw the beginning of the Ramah. Generally speaking, you can't make a broth on something until it's brought in front of you. If you do make a bracha on something, you make a bracha on an apple, and then they bring the apple to you, you'd have to make a new bracha. He says, the Mishaburah brings, he says, even if you have kavon at the time, I know I'm going to have this apple, you st- it still does not help, because it wasn't in front of you. And therefore the bracha has nothing on which to take effect. Are you going to say, what about the, the uh, thing of water? Remember the, the river? Well, that wasn't in front of me at the time there. He said, they're definitely going to come. I've ordered my pizza, but who says it'll turn up? Okay, so they're definitely going to come. And then he says, if the water's in front of you. However, here, it's, I've asked somebody else to bring it. Well, you know, not everyone, uh, not everyone is, is as reliable as, uh, as others. No. In fact, just, just in, uh, for, for those who've been doing, keeping up with Duffy only, now we talk about whether we do say Chazoka if you ask them to do something to you whether you will do it or you won't but he says however if however let's say my apple is in the fridge and I make the broth you shouldn't really do this you're supposed to be holding in your hand but if the apple is let's say in the fridge and I know the apple's there no one else could have, could have taken it uh, before I got there. So, there, if you make the broth and then you go and get the apple, it does cover it, you don't have to make another broth. Um, he says, the Prima Gordon wants to say, even if it's in the next room, the same idea. The kid, he says, he says, as long as I know it's definitely, it's definitely available, that's good enough. Once it's dependent on others, 
then we, then we, uh, you'd have to make a new bracha. But as he says, you should always have it in your hand before, have it in front of you before you make the bracha. Fine. Then he continues on. The first one, the first one. Yeah. So he says, but if they only bring it after you have to make a new bracha, I will need to a if you make a bracha of fruit which is in front of you. Then you bring you more of that. So I had some grapes in front of me. I need a broth on the grapes. And then they bring me some more grapes. Or if they bring me from another. They bring, start bringing me some apples as well. You don't have to make a new broth. Because here we're not talking about the broth of taking effect. Here works. Presumably this idea of grape. It's all covered by that, by that broth. The Torah desire that Chatzilah is that I'll call Mashi of Yudah. Says the Ramah that a good Eitzah is have das that it should cover anything which they're going to bring you. Have das for that. That's the best way. Best way to, to do this. And again, the the um, Hold on, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Good, good, good. He says, so again, it's praising what, what the Mishaburah says. He says, first of all, he says, this is even if you've already finished eating the first lot. According to the Makhafet, even after you've finished eating the first lot, they bring you more, you don't have to make a new broth. And he says, from the Ramah, because the Ramah says, the totally dry lechatschilo, it would, it's good lechatschilo to have doubts on everything they bring you, implying the Makhafet holds you don't have to. Even if I did not have dust, even if I did not have dust to cover anything which they bring afterwards, still it would work. Minastam, just minastam would work. And we say it's if you have specific dust. Because, he says, the reason being, that's the there for people. I eat a little bit and I want a bit more. Fine, so that's automatic. However, he says, I think he's going to say there are those who disagree with that. He says, yeah, obviously, by the way, if you change your mind, if you decide you're not having any more, and then you decide to have more, obviously you have to make a new broth. That, that goes without saying. Now he says, when it comes to um, this, this idea, they bring you more of the, of the more fruit. Does that have to be exactly the same fruit? Or does that have to be fruit which has got the same broth? Or can it even be a completely different mix? I don't know, I made, I made a shahatal on, on, on some chocolate, I was eating chocolate, and then somebody brought me some fish. Oh, same, same broth. How far do we stretch this? So there are going to be days in this. The, you've got the, the when he says the minachah, first of the Mahabhata talks about the minachah, he says, he says it's got to be the same, you can't have made a broth of beer and then they brought you some fish, he says, that doesn't work. Um, unless obviously you have specific dust on it, or they were both on the table in front. If they're both on the table in front, you don't count as having specific dust. Um, but he says, even with regard to this thing, that if you make a broth on grapes and suddenly brings you apples that's covered, because it's both a fruit, that he says there are Akhredim who disagree with that. Some hold it, Dafka has got to be the same fruit. If you say you ate some grapes, you automatically would have had some more grapes. So start having different fruits, maybe that, that doesn't work. Um, he says, however, if he says, this is why it gets complicated, if you've still got grapes in front of you and they bring you apples whilst I'm still eating the grapes, then he says, no, it's, it's, it's not a problem. Then it is covered by the, by the original brothel. But, um, there are, then he says, there are those if you're having a whole fruit meal, automatically it's counted as any, uh, any fruit. Um, but uh, obviously, as we've seen from here, the best thing is to have in mind to cover anything which comes to you. We'll just recap that tomorrow, see the other halacha, and then see the next two.